All right. I just made a comment. I get to use the big boy microphone and we messed it up. All right. Okay, we'll go ahead and get going. And it, it, we will not be here for a, uh, for a very long time, probably 10 or 15 minutes. And I want to start by saying uh, that we will not, when I say we, I mean I, I will not be addressing questions from up front um, solely for the fact that I'm not the expert on all of these categories on the page. Uh, I am simply the spokesperson for the team. There are a lot of people um, that put all the information together uh, and work on the different categories, and they are experts in, in the different areas. So um, I'd like you to direct questions afterward um, to either myself or to our treasurer, Doug Hassler, and then we will work with the team to make certain that we get your questions answered as best we can. So uh, first thing we want to do is uh, make sure we introduce the team because there's a lot of uh, work that gets done um, behind the scenes that not a lot of folks know about. This is the 10th um, the year for the administration team, and I've been, uh, been a part of it since, uh, since the very beginning, and I'm, I'm blessed to work with a, uh, a wonderful group of people. And uh, on the screen right there is, uh, is Doug Hassler, and uh, for those of you who don't know Doug, he puts just a tremendous amount of work and the professionalism and the experience that he brings to the team are very, very valued. Uh, and I know that uh, we don't march him up here a lot, and some of you may not even know who he is, but the hours and hours of work that he does um, are very much appreciated. So, Doug, thank you very much for being a part of the team. Uh, as we continue to flip through, you can see the other members of the team are uh, Joshua Walker. Um, Nancy Kinsey is the only non-volunteer. Uh, when she took the job, we said, welcome to the admin team. And uh, she uh, just does a wonderful job uh, helping and supporting and uh, doing all of the heavy lifting um, for the team. So, Nancy, thank you very much for what you, uh, what you bring to the team. It's uh, very, very helpful. We have a lot of other experts uh, in their own fields uh, that we work with. Uh, Denise O'Grady has been a, on the team a long, long time and has been a, a very faithful servant. Uh, Aaron Walker is probably one of the finest administrators I've ever had a chance to work with in my 30 years of, of work. She is just excellent at uh, handling things um, timely and efficiently, and she has a wonderful sense of humor about herself and just makes it a, a pleasure to work with her. And, uh, uh, Mark Heinzman is the next member of our team, and uh, he was voted sexiest man by people <laughs> in 1983. Um, and again, Mark's unwillingness to provide us with a picture leaves him at the mercy of Denise, who takes care of the PowerPoint information for me. So, yeah. Cindy apparently didn't like her likeness that we put up there last year, so she gave in finally and provided herself or provided us with a picture. So, uh, Cindy Livingston. Um, works in the financial industry and has been a, a faithful member of the team for many, many years uh, now. So that's, uh, that's the eight folks who, who make up the team. And uh, we meet um, several times a year, but what the most important piece of thing we do um, is handle the budgeting. Um, we do policy and procedure and talk about workers' comp and different laws and that type of thing. But we spend um, a significant time on the budget. And I want to kind of let you know how that process, um, how that process works. Um, we actually send a, a letter every year, and Terry Blaker was the originator of this letter, letter some 10 years ago, and it always started by, the leaves are falling and the weather is changing, and it's budget time at Prairie View. So uh, we've kept that uh, in place for, for, for many, many years. So, But every ministry team leader gets a letter, and we ask for their input. So if you're running the nursery and you want to spend money on Cheerios and baby wipes and a changing table, 
you get the opportunity to let us know what you need, what you want um, to help make your ministry successful. So everybody gets, uh, gets input for that. Um, we then sit in the Heinzman's basement and we eat good Italian food. And Doug has his computer and he's not able to eat and he's fast at work. And we're plugging in all the numbers that everybody give us. And then we just kind of see how does that look compared to what we've done last year. What does it look like in terms of um, how much money do we think we're going to collect from the congregation. And a lot of times we just go by faith and we put that budget together and then we start to tinker with it a little bit and we try to, you know, what are the needs as opposed to the wants. Uh, And every year we have some really, really expensive needs. Um, I would have not wanted to be Tom Coors' parents growing up because I could imagine what his Christmas list looked like. But every year you can count on him to ask for all sorts of stuff. But you know what? It's important stuff. What we do in the worship team on Sunday morning and what they bring to the table is just outstanding. And you know what? From what I understand, this equipment is expensive. Um, and I've seen the estimates to, to prove it. So, uh, um, but everybody gets an opportunity for input. We compile the budget. Uh, we talk about it. Uh, and we revise it um, as we feel um, it needs to be done. All the while communicating with the folks who, who turn that money in or turn those requests in. Um, We've worked with and we've upgraded the system over the course of the years where now our ministry team leaders get a quarterly update. Hey, this is what you asked for. This is what you've spent. This is how much money you have left. So we can help keep those, um, those folks on task when it comes to, uh, to the budget process. Uh, we then get the um, budget posted online, which is a nice improvement over what we used to have to do. Um, then we're going to ask, uh, we're going to leave that uh, open um, and through next Sunday for everybody to review and cast their ballot on that. Uh, the budget does need to be approved before we can put it in place, uh, and we typically get to that about this time of year, and that budget will start um, in January. So one key point, um, anybody is allowed to ask questions about the budget. Everybody is about to look, allowed to look at the budget. Um, anybody can vote on the budget, uh, but the only votes that count are those of members. So you have to be an official member for your vote to count. Uh, If you don't know if you're a member or not, see Joshua Walker. He is the keeper of the membership list. And we will help you understand if you're not a member why and what you can do to become a member if you want to to do that. So uh, we will um, switch pages and get started and uh, just kind of show you a little bit about what the expenses uh, are going to look like. And it's a, a very nice pie chart. And you can see the largest chunk of the pie on the next page there. And we'll kind of highlight it piece by piece, um, is our salaries. Um, We're going to pay about $111,000 in salaries this year. That's, um, God willing, for two full-time staff members and a part-time administrative assistant. Um, We do understand that we may not, and it's becoming increasingly more likely, we may not have a senior pastor on January 1st. Um, So we have planned ahead, and we have a nine-month budget for salaries and a one-year budget for salaries and and benefits also included in that line. So uh, we do understand that. So we have, I think, planned appropriately, and we have that information uh, available, the differences for anybody who wants to... uh, who wants to look at that. But uh, as Carl said, that is part of the business of doing, um, doing church. But fortunately, part of that doing business is to be able to pay people a salary, which is be able to them to lead worship or to do administrative work or to preach on Sunday morning and therefore reaching the surrounding community um, and by doing that, helping save lives here in Fishers and Noblesville, Westfield, Carmel, in the surrounding area. Um, but that is, oh, I don't know, about 30% of our budget is, is taken up by salaries. Um, the next slide talks about uh, benefits, 
And we do provide our full-time staff folks with what I would consider a pretty generous um, benefit package. Um, working in uh, the industry I work at, I, I get a good idea of what I have to pay for benefits. I understand what other folks have to pay for benefits. And we do, um, and I think our pastors would agree, uh, we provide them with a very generous benefit package. Um, but that comes at an expense of $54,000. Uh, to provide them with uh, with health care, with dental, with optical, with life insurance, and that type of thing. Uh, we are at a disadvantage because we have a very small group of people that we insure, so we're not able to take advantage of some of those uh, those quantity or those corporate discounts. Uh, but for anybody uh, who takes a look at your EOB uh, when you get them, your explanation of benefits, uh, to not provide our staff people with good insurance would be setting them up for financial disaster. Um, and so we want to make certain that we're investing that money um, to be able to provide them with, um, with insurance. After that, we look at our worship facility and what it costs us to, uh, to make the house payment, if you will, take care of all of the, uh, the utilities and the operating expenses uh, to run this building. And we're looking at about $92,000 a year. Um, on a side note, I wanted to share with you that our, our, our current mortgage balance is $620,000. Um, each of the past several years, we've made an additional payment on the mortgage. Uh, God has blessed us with a group of faithful givers here at Prairie View. And each and every year, we've written a check sometime during the year to help pay down that mortgage. Um, we've written checks as large as, I think, $30,000 in the past. Um, this year, I think we committed to paying $15,000 on it uh, to make certain that we're able to maintain our cash reserves, but to also pay down that, um, that loan. So... Um, in my mind, interest is a four-letter word, and we're working hard to, uh, to get that uh, paid down as best as we, as we possibly can. Um, one of the, um, just, I don't want to go too far off track, but one of the things we decided to invest money on this year um, was new chairs. And it was, uh, in <laughs> God, God works in mysterious ways, but uh, not uh, long after we wrote the check for the new chairs and we realized how much it would cost, uh, we got an opportunity to sell a small piece of our land um, to the water company. I, th I say the water company. I don't know exactly what they're called, but you've seen the construction that's been going around around the, the perimeter of our building. Uh, well, we sold that uh, small piece of property for about the price that we paid for the chairs, and then we're able to use that money to pay down the mortgage. So, um, After the worship facility, um, it comes ministries, uh, worship, fellowship, uh, those are all the folks that turn in that money, uh, whether it was me in the sports ministry wanting to run water out to the volleyball court. And you know what? You may think, oh, why do we need water at the volleyball court? Well, about 25% of our congregation participates in playing volleyball on Monday night. And so it's a great outreach event. People are inviting their friends. On any given Monday night, we might have 20 to 30 folks out there. So we want to make it an attraction and a draw for people to invite their friends to come um, to church. So it's a uh, that's what the sports ministry does. I, I'm not in touch with every single ministry and what they do, but I know they all need money and they all need things, whether it's a TV and a, and a TV cart back in Kid City, uh, whether it's the Cheerios in the nursery, whatever it may look like, we give every ministry team leader the opportunity to turn in their needs and we need that money to be able to, uh, um, to, for folks to run their ministries. The next two expenses I want to talk about are something that are, should be near and dear to everybody's heart. And we actually budgeted for uh, missions and benevolence last year for the first time. Uh, said, you know what, regardless of what we bring in, we're going to spend $6,000 on benevolence to help people in this community. And we're going to spend $12,000 on missions to help people not only in this community, but around the country and around the world. Um, 
And we're going to raise that again next year. We're going to raise that to $7,000 for benevolence and uh, $14,000 for missions. So about $21,000 of what we bring in uh, is going to be going right back out um, into the communities, into the, uh, to the different missionaries and to the folks that are out there trying to, uh, to further God's kingdom. So uh, we uh, appreciate your continued generosity in allowing us to, to do that um, through your faithful weekly giving. Um, administration and operations are some of those just expenses that uh, even though they're no fun to write that check, uh, we've got to do it. Uh, we've got to rent a copy machine. We've got to buy postage stamps. We've got to do um, some of those other things. And, and when I look at the lines for, um, you know, whether it's office supplies, computer and IT service, um, all those different types of things unfortunately cost money. Um, not a huge return on investment on that stuff, but it's just... Uh, um, things that we have to uh, to spend money on. So, uh, the next slide talks a little bit about um, we actually projected a uh, a deficit of uh, twenty three thousand dollars, but again, God works in mysterious ways. I don't know what the giving is going to be next year. I pre- I have a pretty good idea what the expenses are going to be, um, and I can tell you this year we thought we were going to run a deficit. Um, on, we are on pace right now, as when I look at this column, if I read it correctly, um, our estimated 2012 total is we think we're going to collect $305,000 uh, as a total. Um, we think we're going to spend $294,000, uh, and we're going to end up with an $11,000 surplus when we had projected a deficit. So there's been a lot of things that have gone into that uh, over the course of, of the year, and I'm happy to discuss those individually with anybody. Um, but at the end of the day, we are going to... Uh, uh, we're going to spend a little bit less than what we brought in this particular year. Uh, we actually have a policy in place that we want to make sure we keep on hand um, about eight months of expenses, um, kind of our rainy day fund. Any of you who pay attention to the uh, to the financial uh, gurus or experts out there, whether it's uh, someone as accomplished as a Dave Ramsey or one of the folks that you might see on TV at uh, 4 o'clock on a, uh, on a Tuesday afternoon, um, everybody talks about having that one year's funds in reserve. And we don't have one year. We feel comfortable with eight months. Um, again, people come to the church. People go from the church. Uh, we don't know what the offering is, is going to bring each and every week. Uh, it's, it's a variable for us. Um, we do have that in place that we want it to be eight months. When we get to six months, that's when we feel we need to be alarmed. Uh, we need to approach the, uh, the leadership team and say, hey, um, we're actually going the wrong direction on money. We may want to reevaluate what we spend on different things. Um, we've never been below six months in reserves as far as we've been tracking uh, reserves. So um, God has continued to, uh, uh, to be very faithful in, in providing for, uh, for Prairie View here. So um, we feel that's just being fiscally responsible. I think there's some of you who think, you know what, hey, the money's there, let's spend it. Let's see what happens. Um, but you know what? We've got a large mortgage payment. We've got uh, big utility bills. Uh, we've got uh, folks who are relying on their salary to, uh, to take care of their families. So we want to continue uh, um, to be responsible when it comes to, uh, to that. So. One other thing I want to talk about, um, and you see the word up there, and it's precariously perched. Um, I'm like a lot of the folks who do public speaking. I have speech writers. So the precariously perched, you probably couldn't see that coming out of uh, my mouth. So uh, thank you to whoever put that in there. Um, but at the end of the day, I'll equate it to something I feel comfortable talking about, and that's groceries. Um, in the grocery store, we have what we call the 80-20 rule. Um, 80% of our sales come from 20% of the business, or 20% of the items. 
People come in and everybody buys milk and everybody buys bananas. Not everybody buys eggnog. Sorry, Joshua, but they just, they just don't. We got, we got ten big racks of milk and we got a little itty bitty spot for the eggnog. Um, but to 80% of the sales come from just 20% of the items. Uh, our giving at the church is not much different than that. Uh, 80% of the money that we bring in, bring in comes from about 20% of the families. Um, and we realize that uh, there are a lot of folks that are new at Prairie View, and we understand there's a large uh, growth process when it comes to your giving. Uh, I've stood up here in front of everybody oh, about a year and a half ago and talked about my financial giving path, how it went. And uh, I would be what uh, one of my friends here in the church, I used to be what they would call a tipper um, as opposed to a tither. Um, it pained me to put $10 in the collection bag when it came around my first uh, few weeks coming to church. So, uh, so we get the fact that everybody is at a different stage in their giving, and that's a time for a small group study or a different sermon. But I just want everybody to know where we're at. Um, if the right one or two or three families left the church, um, we'd be talking about some significant cuts that we, we'd have to do to the budget. So, uh, uh, again, it's, uh, even though we have declined in numbers, um, from our regular attendance, we have continued to grow in offering, and that's a testament to the folks um, um, that are really coming here and really buying into what we're trying to do and what God's doing here at the corner of 141st in Allisonville. So uh, um, none of us really know what the future um, has in front of us, but we know that it's our job as leaders and administrators to put together a plan and to have it out in front of everybody, give you the chance to review it, um, and to make certain that you have a good understanding of what it is that... Um, that we're spending God's money here to help uh, to further the kingdom here at Prairie View. So um, we, uh, we promised a short meeting. Um, I hope that uh, I did a decent job of touching base on a few of the highlights and a few of the different things. Uh, again, if you have any questions, I'm happy to take them. Uh, if you send them to the PVCC uh, elder um, uh, box, uh, Joshua will get them to me. You can send them directly to me. You can send them directly to Doug. Uh, we will do whatever we can to talk about them as a team and get back to you um, in a very timely fashion so that you can have all the information you need. I know the ballot is going to close on December 16th. And again, we'd appreciate uh, your consideration when it comes to uh, making certain that you vote. Um, I'm not going to stand up here and tell you to vote no or tell you to vote yes. Um, but unlike, not unlike the politicians, we want everybody to vote. Um, your members, uh, if you are a member, we want your voice to be heard. Uh, and we appreciate the time that you spent today at the meeting and then the time you spent in prayer and consideration um, for the budget. So um, for those of you who are going to be part of the Christmas play, you're released to be a, uh, to start rehearsal and the rest of you have a wonderful afternoon. I'll close, you know what, I'll close us in, I'll close us in prayer before we go. Sorry about that. Dear Father God, we just, uh, we're just in awe of what you uh, continue to do here at Prayer View. Uh, Lord, uh, even during this time of transition, I'm so grateful um, for just how we're able to, uh, to do church on Sunday morning. Uh, whether it's uh, Pastor Jeff or Pastor Eric or Joshua up here delivering the message, Lord, I'm just uh, so grateful that your word uh, continues to be delivered here at Prairie View. Lord, I'm grateful for Jeff and Nancy and all of the work that they do here at the church, um, for all of the volunteers, for the, uh, the leaders of the church, for everybody who calls Prairie View their church home. Lord, I just thank you for the, um, for the faithful giving um, of the flock here at Prairie View. Lord, we ask that uh, you continue to bless those who uh, call Prairie View their church home. Um, and we ask these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen.